We're just going into their different amazing talents that they have, building relationships with the families and different community advocates and whatnot. It's awesome. Like people see me and they're like, oh yeah, I know you. And I'm like, I don't know you, but like we've done something, (laughs) we've done something in the past or they've seen the work that we've done. And it's just so nice to be able to see how it's blossoming. Welcome to Finding Your Fears podcast sharing lessons and stories about creating the life and business you deserve. With me, your fierce guide, Carolyn Colleen. Hello and welcome to Finding Your Fierce. Today, I have a good friend, Jasma Holland. And I'm excited to have Jasma because we connected and it was a friendship that was meant to be. She's a powerful woman and I'm excited to have her on the podcast today and with sharing different ways that she's found her fears. So thank you, Jasma, for being on Finding Your Fears podcast. Yes, thanks for having me. I'm so excited. (laughs) I know. I love it. It's so much fun. I would love for you to share today, really, kind of your journey in, in from finding your fears and exploring that. Now, when we talk about finding your fears, we talk about how is it that different leaders in our community have struggled and then also found that triumph. And within finding your fears, it can mean so many different things. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's two o'clock in the afternoon and we just need a little bit of oomph. Sometimes it's, we have a vision and we had something that we're going after and it's time to take action. Sometimes it's showing up for another person. Sometimes it's showing up for ourselves. And in all the different areas that you excel, you started somewhere. And so I'd love for you to share some of those places that you started and then where you are now on that journey. Yeah. So for me, I was very heavily involved in my church when I was younger. And so I wasn't just in the choir. I did tons of things. I was a Sunday school teacher. I did announcements. I did sewing circle. I did dancing. Like I love to just be involved. But with, you know, being in that environment, there were also certain kind of doctrines and rules and things that or guidelines, I would say that we had to make sure that we abided by. And so that carried off into our general lives and how you should carry yourself and, you know, just kind of different responsibilities that we had as young women and things like that. And so once I went on to college, I carried that mentality with me. But after a while, I started realizing that there was a reason why I was involved in so many things because I wanted to do so many different tasks and I wanted to give in so many ways and I was actually good at it. But I still felt like I needed to be almost like a servant to other people. I needed to be there for others and to help other people out all the time. And so it wasn't until I graduated from college, I started kind of like working jobs to make sure that, you know, I had a check coming in and whatnot. But then I was like, so what happened to that Jasmine that was so skilled in so many other avenues that was younger? How can I bring that to my life now? So I'm in a whole new city, a whole new environment. I'm not necessarily around the people that I was with when I was younger. And I slowly became involved in nonprofit work, working with kids and Through that, I was able to start bringing some of those talents back, but in a different way. So knowing that I was a go-getter, because that's what I was before. So I was always willing to, you know, whatever you needed, let's do it. And also remembering that I was also a servant in some kind of way too. So serving my community, making sure that people that I worked with were okay 
And that kind of blossomed over time to where, you know, I was starting to like make flyers or thinking up a little bit more, but about different topics. And so I slowly started realizing like, wow, like I'm so much more than what I was before. And that the talents just kept, I guess, showing up in different ways. Like I never thought I would be somewhat good at making flyers. Like I think I'm pretty good at something. <laughs> Canva should definitely hire me. And so, you know, doing things like that or being able to just build genuine connections and relationships is just something that, yeah, over time I'm like, wow, I never thought that I had this. I thought maybe I should just be a busy bee worker, but no, there's other talents there. And so after that, I'm like, well, what else? What else? What else? Like, what do I really want to do? Because I've done with, you know, what I was told before and I've kind of like operated within like a certain kind of box over the years. But now what is it that I want? What is it that I need? And so that is what has sparked um, some of the new avenues that I've been going on. So starting my podcast or starting my Black Women's Leadership Conference and using those skills that I've learned, like, wow. Also patting myself on the back over time, which is hard, very hard, because it's that constant needing to reassure yourself. But from that, I'm just learning and I'm just rocking. Whatever comes up, let's do it. Right. So I really enjoy what you shared because I just want to highlight this and point out these pieces. So I'm hearing, what am I meant for? And I'm hearing coming back to just really that reflection. I heard that reflection in God. I heard that reflection in serving and that core value. And that's what we talk about in finding your fears is the fierce method, BFF. Take a deep breath. Take that in, right? Get present and then focus, focusing on what are your values? What do you stand for? And sometimes it's really, really hard, especially like I heard you say, you know, we are a high achiever and you love to help and you love to do those things. Like that part of your core value and what you stand for. Now, how do I make that into something? <laughs> you know, what does that mean? And then the final F and fierce action is that, okay, now I've kind of identified a bit of what I stand for, what my values are. Now, how do I take those values and create something meaningful? Something that means something to me, but it also means something to my higher power. And so I really enjoy that. It resonates so much because so many of us are like, oh, you know, how do I pull together all these different things, this knowledge that I have, but do I have the knowledge? Don't I? Do I need to, do I need to seek it? Well, what am I meant for? And sometimes you're just getting centered and remembering who you are in order to create something that you are meant for, that you are called for, and that helps others find their calling, which comes out to, like you said, your podcast to the Black Women Empowerment and Leadership Conference that you put on for Wisconsin and being co-founder of Black and leading diversity for the university and in our community as well. And so I love all of the things that you're up to. And then that journey of how you found that. Could you share a little bit of, you're talking about, okay, where am I going? How am I doing this? What were some of those feelings in that space of the struggle of trying to get that clarity? What was that like? Yeah, I'll be completely honest. I mean, coming from a very diverse city to the one that I'm in right now, the imposter syndrome was real. Once I started realizing, hey, I think I may have more to offer, that imposter syndrome set in where it was like, how dare you think that you can like 
<laughs> you know, start something like who gave you the audacity? Like who gave you this courage? Like where did it come from? And do you really think that you are who you say you are? Yeah. So a lot of just like, you know, that negative self-talk, like once you kind of like let it creep in, sometimes it's like it comes in full fledged. So a lot of times when I wanted to start something, when you're really excited about something, you want to tell everyone. So I wanted to tell everyone. And then sometimes you're met with the, hmm, okay, you know, like not so positive reactions or people that want you to like operate with just within what they think is the norm of life. So just go to work, make a paycheck and be able to afford your living. And that's it. I'm like, no, I want more. Like, I want more. It was battling with that imposter syndrome, battling with who do you share your ideas with? And like, who can I really get encouragement from? And so I don't regret opening my mouth about some ideas that I had. One, because it challenged me to be, if I'm going to say it, I need to do it. And then two, let me go ahead and start figuring out who are my people. Like, who are the people that are going to be like, oh, that's what you want to do? What do you need help with? You know? Yes. Because I am a very like big thinker where I'm like, oh, I want to do this and this and this and this. And I know, you know, you have to be realistic in some sense, like when and how, but also I want people around me that's going to help me reach for the stars. Like if I'm looking up there, please look with me because that's where I want to go. And so, yeah, it was just a lot of that imposter syndrome. And then just realizing that as I am trying to navigate where I want to go in my life, also trying to find a balance and realize that you still got to live right now. So (laughs) while you're dreaming and trying to put things in place for the future, you need to make sure that you're taking care of home now and your responsibilities to the best of your ability. And so that balance then came into place. But like you were saying, that bringing the knowledge that I had when I was a child, faith is a really big part of who I am. And so whenever that anxiety started setting in, that's how I recentered myself. Going to church, reading my Bible, going over the scriptures about who I am and who was I meant to be. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like God is going to blow my mind. That's right. <laughs> no, he's already doing it. Yeah. Oh, that's powerful because every day we have these ebbs and flows of imposter syndrome. And in being able to elevate from that, and you shared who's in your world, right? And who do you share your big ideas with? And being careful and intentional about how that works. Because it's true. There are people who, because of their own life journey, you know, they're trying to be supportive per se, but not really. It's not helpful at the time. And then there's also the realistic portion. We talk about having, there's the concept of being the average of the five people you hang with. And how do you know who the five people that you hang with are associated with the most? Just look at your text messages, right? You can pick out the five people that you talk about the most by looking at your text messages. And so of those people, we tend to be the average of those five people, whether we like it or not, as far as mindset, as far as income, as far as visions and aspiration, and then like how we navigate stress, looking at that. And it sounds like that's what you did on this journey is really looking at who those people are and then seeking those people that are going to support you in your vision while also giving you an opportunity to say, okay, wonderful. How can we help you get there? And how do we keep you steady on the way? Right. And so, yes, it's true. That's the other thing too, is that we talk about is within finding your fears within fierce network is yes. What are you good at? And how can you continue to build your dream? You know, we're not talking about like 
woo, burn the boats and go out and, you know, do whatever and then have no income coming in. No, we're talking about do what you're good at, get paid for it, enjoy that, but also build your dreams. And then at some point, maybe, you know, that, that place where you get to decide, like, are your dreams, have you brought up your income enough to be able to continue to sustain that? Or does it make sense to be where you are while continually building your dreams? So yes, I enjoy all of that that you're saying because it's so relatable, finding that clarity. Can you share a little bit about the things that you have built so that everyone can hear a bit of those things that you have built and that you're really excited. That's the other thing too, is that what we originally vision into what they are now and what they end up being because of what we're called for. And then I'll have another question after that too, but could you share a little bit about what you have built? So yes, you may have to just reel me in because I love looking back and just seeing how far things have come. But the first thing is just being a part of the nonprofit Black, Black Leaders Acquiring Collective Knowledge, because that was an organization that I started with my good friend, Shondell Spidey, and we were just some recent undergrad graduate students that were like, well, we're not going back home. You know, you want to stay in the city, but what is there to do for us young people, like early 20s. From there, we started the organization and it's still going. Originally, we were called the Young Black Professional Coalition and now it's changed to Black. And just being able to give so much to our community, see the kids that we work with when we were younger, now graduating from high school and going to college, we're just going into their different amazing talents that they have, building relationships with the families and different community advocates and whatnot. It's awesome. Like people see me and they're like, oh yeah, I know you. And I'm like, I don't know you, but like we've done something, (laughs) we've done something in the past or they've seen the work that we've done. And it's just so nice to be able to see how it's blossoming. We're now able to provide full-time jobs for some of our staff. Something that was just like, how do we start a club or an organization in the community now blossoming to like people have salaries with this, you know? So that is awesome. The other thing is my podcast, All That Jazz. I just wanted something for myself in life. I started back working full-time and I was just working and that was it. I was like, what else can I do? And so I went to this event with Four Black Women and I was just so inspired. So then I came back and I was like, I'm going to start a podcast or a radio show. I don't know. I was working with, yeah, I was working with some undergrad students that worked in our graphics department. And I was like, can you just make me a logo? Like, I don't know, let's just see what comes out. And I love the logo. So then I just started recording on our campus radio station. And from there, it's just, continued even through the pandemic in 2020, I was still recording at home. I'm like, really, Jazz? So that's when I was like, you still doing this? Like, this is still a thing. And so now it being 2022, I'm like, wow, this is still going. This is so awesome. And people are recognizing the logo. And from there, just blossoming through starting the conference. And so last year was my first time doing it. Then it came back this year. And I was like, you really want to do it again? Because sometimes we can be our worst critics. And I was very, I was very hard on myself for the first year. Just like, this thing go right, this thing go right, this thing go right. But the one thing that I kept saying that did go right was that it happened and that people came and people liked it. But I was like, now I got to do it again. And me wanting to do it again literally did not happen until a few months before it. Because I was just, you know, again, criticizing myself. And then a lot of just like, you know, life was happening. But I was like, okay, but I know I need help. 
So recognizing that this isn't about me. So why am I just doing all the work? Who can I talk to? Who's going to believe and who's going to like want to join me? And so I was able to partner with women across the state to help spread the word and help give me pointers. Sherilyn, thank you so much. all of the help. And so this year, that was actually one of the biggest highlights of this year for me was the conference. And I still sit back and I'm like, that really happened. Over all this time, I'm like, sometimes that imposter syndrome still kind of sets in. But because I'm like, well, I did that and I did that. These ideas that I have in my head, I think I can do those too. <laughs> if they keep coming back, I think I owe it to myself to at least try to accomplish some of these dreams that I have or goals. And so I'm just looking forward to next year's event. I'm looking forward to my future episodes. I'm looking forward to what's going on with Black in the future. But I just want to keep growing because all these services serve other people, mm-hmm. but they're like feeding me too. Like, just good. Yes. And your event, oh my goodness, it was so powerful. And I'm excited for next year's conference as well. In that piece, all of us have imposter syndrome at some point of the day. I mean, it's real. And continuing to ignite your ferocity and push forward. And I hear you talking about this original vision, it came true. And it evolved into something even bigger. And when you're stuck in that space of imposter syndrome, taking a deep breath, remembering your goal, remembering what you stand for, and then incrementally moving forward despite that imposter syndrome, because that feeling of imposter syndrome is the F in fierce action. So breathe is the first step. F is for B for breathe. F for focus is the second step focusing on that dream you stand for. And then F for fierce action is truly taking that foundation and using those emotions, those things like imposter syndrome, and using them as fuel to push you in the direction that is meant, doing that five minutes at a time. And then soon enough, those five minutes turn into 10, turn into 15, you have pushed through something that in the past might have held you back. And now you've got your own Wisconsin conference, right? The leadership conference that was started as a vision and now it's more than a reality. It's something that there are black women in Wisconsin can look forward to every year and how to lean into their greatest accomplishments and vision where they're headed and be in a community of strong women. Yes, I love it. (laughs) And doing that just five minutes at a time. And with that, I really appreciate what you said about for you getting back to seeing when we're presented an opportunity for what we're meant for, when I would believe that God gives that to us. And sometimes we're not ready. I'm like, no, 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 not right now. Mm -hmm. However, when we do sit in what we're meant for, we capture that dream that was meant for us. We are then able to take it to something more than we've even imagined. And that is so powerful. And that is finding your fears. Yes. 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 Do we have a date yet for next year's conference? I do not have a date yet. It is in okay. the works just because life has been life in. But I know that places do book up soon. So I yes. am going to be on it within the next month or so. But I just loved it so much just being around 
black women and it, you know there wasn't any kind of, like I wasn't looking for like super posh like people I just wanted regular women to come together and just love on each other and just support one another a lot of our small business owners were like starting their business had maybe just started within like the past like five years or so and so let's support you know bring your products and if you're new to this realm of empowering one another and loving on each other, come on. It was so nice to even have a mother that like brought her little one. And it's just so nice to just be around community. And it's just all love. It's all love. Like, love me while I'm loving you. More love. We okay. need more of that. All yes. The time. yes. So I wanted to just highlight how people can find your podcast. And how people can find, first of all, finding your podcast and then being able to tap into listening to that so that they can find out when the next date is for the conference. And then also connecting for Black and all the amazing things that you're up to. (laughs) So to locate the podcast, it is on Apple Podcasts as well as Spotify. So you just type in all that jazz. It's one word. You'll see the the logo. It has a crown. If you see a crown, that's mine. (laughs) You can also locate me on my Facebook page, All That Jazz. And from there, you can access the website. There's also episodes on there, as well as information from the conference this year, some photos, little videos. So just to kind of, you know, see what the experience was for Black, you can go to blacklax.org to see all of the services that we offer, all the things that we do, our mission, values, all that good stuff. Yeah, I love it. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And as we talk about finding your fears and doing it five minutes at a time, you know, we have so many amazing things that we're blessed to do and have and be a part of every day, which tends to make it so that we're like, ah, I don't even have five minutes for myself. Ah, what? And so I'd like to know for you, if you had five minutes back of your day, what would you do with it? Five minutes. I was going to say read a book, but I need more time. <laughs> but if I had five minutes back, I love just, and I love doing this, especially in the morning. I love just sitting in silence. So just sitting, eyes closed, and just whatever comes to mind, it has to be positive. So when I do this normally, I'm sitting for five minutes and I'm asking God, like, what do you want to tell me today? And sometimes it's like, you're loved. You're strong. And honestly, it's kind of like a pep talk for me in the morning now because you never know what might come to you. So just sitting there quiet, eyes closed, and just letting those positive words just come. I realized in the beginning when I first started, I was like, this is, you know, I'm just doing something. But after a while, I made it more habitual and it really does feed my soul the way that I really need it just because some mornings you're just not doing it. You know, you're just not looking forward to the day, but being very intentional on those kind words that are coming. Yeah. Now that is fierce. Being able to be in that space to listen and be in silence and accept and allow and hear. Thank you. And thank you for being on Finding Your Fierce. We're so excited to have you and everyone listening. Please look into the show notes in which to be able to follow Jasmine and also follow her podcast. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in today. Have a wonderful, fierce. And you know, sometimes when 
I'm doubting myself and I'm just really in my head a lot, all of a sudden it changes and I'm like, let's just do it. You know, I'm scared, but let's just do it. And the one scene or the one phrase that always comes into my head when I'm about to do something that's scary is that quote from the Black Panther movie when the mom is like, show them who you are. (laughs) And I'm like, let me show them who I am. (laughs) So once I hear that, I'm like, it's game time. Yes, game time. That's right. And that is Finding Your Fears. Thanks for listening to the Finding Your Fears podcast. Be sure to hit the follow button so you get notified every time a new episode releases. Please share this episode with someone who might want a little more fierce in their life. And for more information about how we can work together, go to carolynkaleem.com. Talk to you soon.